Yeezys, Ultra Boosts, NMDs, Gucci Slippers, Balenciaga Supreme. What does all these names mean? What can we learn from this viral Instagram account, Preachers and Sneakers? Is it helpful or is it toxic? Found out after the intro. Welcome to Motivational Mondays with your host, Redone. Hope this motivates you to live better than best and be uplifted, inspired, and transformed. But before we really dive in, I'd love for you to take a second and subscribe to this podcast channel and leave a review on iTunes and write a comment so more people can be motivated like you are. And also, if you haven't followed me already on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at R3DONE underscore 93. That's at Redone underscore 93. With all that said, now let's dive in. If any of you know me personally or follow me on Instagram, you probably can tell that I'm a little into streetwear and sneakers and shoes. So as I found out that this new Instagram account has popped up called at Preachers in Sneakers, it had me wondering. So I wanted to see what all the hype was about. And when I clicked on it, I saw that they would post random famous pastors and they would show what outfits they were wearing and then next to it they would show the resale value of some of these very rare pricey expensive shoes now this actually kind of infuriated me but i'll try to keep my my tempers to a low on this one but the the issue with this is if you scroll through the comments of of this account you will see countless people on both sides of the spectrum People that don't believe in the prosperity gospel. And then you have people that are all for it. And see, this really got me going because I think that that just drives disunity in the church and in Christianity. It breeds confusion. It displays jealousy. It drives away non-Christians because they probably look at it and be like, why would I be a part of this counterculture that hates you for being successful and wanting nice things? Besides, it's way out of context. Now, I'm not going to come on this place to break down someone else for breaking down someone else, but it is not building up the kingdom to hate on others. What's wrong with these false prophet chasers is that the issue is it's so much bigger than what they see face value. Do you know these preachers personally? Do you know how much they give? Do you know any of those other things that go with it? Do you know how they live as human beings and as Christians? I don't claim to be a great theologian, but I am connected to numerous ministries, big and small, and on both sides of the spectrum, and I can honestly say that you're fighting the wrong battle when you start a civil war with other Christians. Back probably about 10 years ago, I wrote a spoken word called Hateful Christians, and it's still on Spotify. I might link it in the show notes below if you want to hear it, but the premise of that whole song was this line that said, Hateful Christians are the reason that the lost hate God. See, we do God a great disservice when we spread hate to others. I feel like attacking other Christians on the mere subject of having more says more about the attacker than it does the victim. It's a vain pursuit to call out others' issues. If you have time to bring others down that are busy doing the Lord's work, then you're probably neglecting your own personal relationship with God. And you're probably not even being the light that Jesus would really want you to be, but I'll leave that alone. And if you look at Matthew 7, Verse 5, it says, You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them, and then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spots of your friends. When you spend your time cutting down others, you're only robbing yourself of true joy and fulfillment. 
When you spend your time criticizing and hating others for their flaws and imperfections and sins, then you're probably missing the blind spot that you you can't see because no one can see 360. And if you really want to live the life that God has called you to be, then you need to quit wasting your time calling out others for their wrongdoing and start working on yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not an episode of me hating on the haters. This is all out of love, fam. This is merely an encouraging word and a thought that I could even preach to myself. See, the world looks much better when we choose to look at it with a lens of grace and not condemnation. Jesus said it himself, you who have no sin cast the first stone. Or you might have heard your mama say it this way. If you don't have nothing good to say, then keep your mouth shut. But what if we rechanneled our mindset completely off of complaining and fixed it on encouraging others through love? What if we made an active choice and challenged ourselves to give three to five compliments to the people we encounter on a daily, no matter who they were, whether it's the coworker you don't really like that much or your neighbor who you've said two words to, what if we chose love? A great example of this was recently I was at our marriage conference that we had at our church. One of my friends that was there was mentioning how he just started listening to this podcast, which by the way, shout out Angel. I really do appreciate you. And I'm so glad that you are getting encouragement and really being motivated by these words. It means a lot that I'm making an impact in your life. And he was just mentioning that recently, as he started listening to this, he really could see that it was encouraging and uplifting his days. He could just slip these five minutes here, five minutes there. That's the beauty of this short form content is if you're having a rough day, just pop in one of these episodes and let it encourage you and share it with a friend so they can be encouraged as well. He was basically hopping your boy up. He was telling another friend of ours, have you heard my homie's podcast? It's fire. And I really do appreciate that. But to wrap things up for today, I know that this isn't a big theological discussion or debate about who's right and who's wrong. I simply think that we should love and encourage people the way that Jesus loves and encourages us. Now, I get it. Sometimes people need correction. And I think that correction comes between close-knit relationships and wise counsel. It doesn't come to the public in social media platforms. See, like I said before, if you don't have a nice comment to say, then keep your Twitter fingers away. I think it's so much bigger than what you can say on social media. I want to encourage you this week, go compliment those people that need to hear those kind words and start lifting people up and stop tearing people down. I know it's simple truth, but it was a great reminder for me. And I just hope this motivates you. Hope this inspires you to live better than best. I'm praying for you, friend. I love you. Now let's go conquer this week.